Thanks for downloading this podcast from Burghead Free Church in Murray, Scotland. We exist to know Jesus and make Jesus known. Our vision is to grow to be a vibrant all-age church of 100 disciples. Find out more at burgheadfreechurch.org. Roddy, it's great to have you with us. Um, Some will know you very well. Um, But just for the benefit of those who might not, tell us a bit about yourself and also a bit about what SASRA is, which is the organisation that you work for. Well, my name is Roddy MacLeod. I come from the Isle of Lewis. I hope you're able to understand my dulcet tones and my accent. Uh, I've been working for SASRA for 14 years now, and I spent nine of these years in Purbright Training Centre, which is a, a huge recruit stable down in Surrey, And for the past five years, I've been up here uh, in Fort George in Kinloss Barracks, working with the soldiers there. SASRA, as an organization, has existed since 1838. And for all these years, ex-soldiers like myself and ex-airmen have been spending their time in army bases, bringing, I love this phrase here, knowing Jesus, making Jesus known. We know God and we want everyone else to know God, and our calling is specifically to soldiers and airmen. Uh, so that's, that's what Sasra does and has done for all these years. I know that lockdown, like for everyone else, has, has meant big changes for you. Give us a flavour just before lockdown, in normal life, what that looked like day to day. Day to day, I put on this uniform, I, I go out, I live, we live on the, on the army estate, on the army patch as it were, so we live amongst the soldiers, and we also, I go to the barracks, I spend my days, there's this work areas, there's recreation areas, and, and, and all the areas are open to me, I'm able to go as, as much as I please, anywhere I please, speak to anyone I please, and bring the message of God to the soldiers. I want to do that by befriending them, by uh, getting to know them, uh, by, by just interacting with them, being around with them, helping them if I can. If there's somebody who needs a lift somewhere, or just very simple things like that. Sometimes you come across soldiers who are in trouble and are struggling, and if they present themselves to me, I'm able to help them out with that and bring them to someone who can help that. So in, the, in Kinloss and Fort George, I mostly spend my days walking around, talking to anyone that's interested to talk to me. Prior, prior to that, in Purbright, we'd have Sunday service with two to 400 recruits. We'd have groups coming on a Friday of 50 to 60 injured soldiers that I would spend time with, and lots and lots of opportunities. But up here in the Highlands, in, in, uh, in the field army, they call it, not, not amongst recruits, there's very little organized uh, Christian activities. So that's why it's different to Purbright. In Purbright, they have to go to church. They, they have no choice. So you have large amounts of people coming. So up here, it's kind of wandering around, talking to anyone that will be willing to talk to me and sharing something of Jesus with them. Tell us, Roddy, about lockdown then. That's obviously meant big changes for everyone. How has that affected your ministry and also SASRA more, more widely? Well, lockdown, lockdown as a family, uh, we were, I was furloughed for five months, so I was literally at home for five months, and we would be having the boys for homeschooling, and there was one day with Samuel, 
uh, I was homeschooling and I was starting to get a little bit impatient with him about halfway through. And he says, okay, we'll stop and we'll pray. So we stopped and we prayed. And then we carried on with the lesson. And the next day, the next morning, I was saying to Samuel, I'm doing the lesson again today. And he said, Daddy, can we pray at the beginning this time? <laughs> so, uh, so lockdown was a bit like that. It was quite intense, really, being, being bottled up together so long. But I think it, it matured us in many ways in our relationship with my wife and my children. Uh, Sasa itself, many of us were furloughed. Uh, there was only a, hand, a couple, two or three still working. And even the work they were doing was very, very restricted. Uh, we, as an organization, depend wholly on the givings of the Christian public. That's where all our finance comes from. We don't get paid by the MOD, uh, although they do give us some perks, but they don't generally give us a wage, as it were. So all our finance comes from the, the, the Christian public. However, because of the furlough scheme and, and other things, we've, we're still afloat, we still exist. Uh, we hope to get through this year. Uh, next year will be a strange year. Uh, who knows? Tell us then about ministry post-lockdown. I know things are changing, things are happening digitally. Mm. Give us a flavor of how that might look in the future. Yeah, well, we're doing a lot of stuff online now. and I've just been back to work about three weeks now, full-time. And uh, we're, as you see, with cameras and, and digital stuff now, everyone is moving that way. So I, I could just tell a little story of uh, this week on Friday. I was preparing a couple of videos for uh, Remembrance Sunday. They're all going to be compiled together into one big video for Remembrance Sunday to be sent out to churches. And uh, at Kinloss at the moment, we have Typhoon Jets visiting us from Lossiemouth. And I wanted to have some of them in the background because it looks nice and worry and uh, exciting. So I went to the, the RAF guys that are there. And of course, security is a very big issue with all of the military, but particularly things like typhoon jets. So I was asking, can I, can I video with them in the background? And they were okay with that, but they wanted someone to come with me. So they sent this very, very, very pleasant young uh, female air tech of some sort, a very pleasant young lady, and she came along with me and, and she had a radio for any instructions she might get. And she was actually able to help me out with my phone and, and the stand and starting and stopping the video. So we managed to produce these videos. Uh, but what really pleased me was that this young girl heard my little sermons as I was presenting them to the video. We had an amazing chat afterwards and I was able to give her, uh, I have my testimony in a little tract and I also have another little booklet that's kind of a testimony as well that I give out to the soldiers and I was able to pass that on to her and off she went back to her work. So video online, lots of that stuff coming forward now uh, as we go forward with, uh, with the lockdown. It's great really to have uh, Esther and Samuel and Timothy with us today. This is maybe the most important question of all. You're one of our mission partners. How can we best support you and, and pray for you? Prayer's really, really important. I've noticed over the years, there's been times when Sasha have had times of special prayer uh, with various events like uh, uh, the 100th anniversary of the battle of the end of World War I, sorry, and things like that. There was kind of a, a surge of prayer, if I can put it that way. And I noticed at these times that the work seems to be so much easier. Things just happen. You know, there's one thing I don't do. 
And that is force the issue. When you're speaking to soldiers and airmen, if you force the issue, if you preach at them, it doesn't work. But when it happens just quite naturally, the conversation comes round to God. Like that young girl on Friday, it just quite naturally happened where we were able to have a spiritual conversation. That's really what I'm looking for. So pray for these conversations. Pray for not just the conversations, but that they will do something with the information they gather. Because what I come across often is an absolutely staggering indifference to the gospel. Total indifference. And I would love to see that change. I would love to see soldiers coming to me. Can I spend time with you? Can we look at the Bible? Can we learn more? Can we do more? Is there anything I can do to find God? These kind of questions. So pray for these opportunities. Pray for my family. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be married to uh, Esther, who is uh, from Singapore. Pray for Esther. She's a long way from home. Her, all her family are in Singapore. Uh, we were hoping to go on a trip this year, but we had to cancel it because of the, the lockdown. Pray for the boys. Pray for us as a family. The Lord has been incredibly good to us. You wouldn't believe the things that have happened in our lives in the goodness of God. So pray for that. I spent, if anyone here is looking for a wife, I spent 11 years praying for a wife. And there was one thing I was determined. I was determined to have God's answer. And there was the odd occasion where you could short circuit God's plan, if you like. Uh, but he kept me from that. So 11 years, I don't want to put anyone off if they're praying for a wife. It might not take 11 years. But uh, it's worth waiting. God's plan is the best plan. And I'm glad I waited. And I'm glad it's Esther. You know, when I think of my wife and family, he didn't just give me a wife and family. He gave me this wife and family. And they're fantastic. And I love them very much. Rory, thanks. This is not in the script, but can I just let me pray just now? Yes, please, yeah. Thanks again for listening. Please feel free to share this podcast. And if you'd like to be up to date with each week's talk, why not search Burkhead Free Church on your favorite podcast app and hit the subscribe button. For more information, go to burkheadfreechurch.org.